Welcome to Mind Over Matter with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. I share stories of insight, personal experience, ways in which I and others have overcome obstacles, and the importance of perseverance. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am thrilled to have you here on my podcast, tuning in weekly as I share two episodes with you. My goal through this podcast is to inspire and empower as well as motivate you to move forward in life. I also provide one-on-one coaching, so if that's something you're interested in, listen all the way to the end for ways to connect with me. Welcome to episode number 187. This week's topic is all about expanding your mind to what's really possible. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. I've brought on Ben Benita. Ben, welcome. Thank you, Heather. It's great to be here. Give the listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? I mean, I live in Virginia. Um, I joke about a half hour to two hours from D.C., uh, depending on traffic. Yeah. I'm a real estate coach. I, I've been in real estate for a while. Um, got in, I guess, personal development probably eight or nine years ago. And over the last year or so, I've started helping uh, other real estate agents kind of, I don't like the phrase life balance, but kind of keep things in check. I was meeting a lot of real estate agents who finally, you know, make it, make that hundred K in commissions and they turn around their relationships have fallen apart or the kids are growing up or they, you know, like who's that fat guy in the mirror, you know, looking back at me. So I, I kind of help them change their thinking and uh, kind of show them what's possible and how they can, you can make the money, but still, still keep your relationships with your family and friends and stay in shape as well too, which is important. Yeah. It's kind of a cliche term, uh, finding the balance, but how have you been able to do that? Yeah. Yeah, my big thing, and I, I don't want to hear for 20 minutes, um, it's literally just change, it's changing your thinking, and it's more creating an awareness. Uh, again, a lot of people, I've been in real estate for a long time, so this is kind of why I've been focusing on them, but you know, entrepreneurs, busy moms, busy dads, uh, you know, you just get wrapped up in life. Got to take the kids here, I got this, I got that, and they never kind of stop and think, you know, about themselves. I, I joke that literally... <laughs> Sadly, you know, we all read the directions for new iPhones or how to cook something or how to go somewhere, but, you know, we never read directions for our own lives. And the only time people really think about that sort of stuff, December 31st, we all make New Year's resolutions. And for most of us, maybe a few days before, a few days after, you know, January 1 is the only time we really think about ourselves. And, hey, I'd, I'd like to lose a few pounds or I'd like to reconnect with my spouse or do this with my kids or, you know, talk to some friends or, you know, reconnect with people. And I, you know, I help people. There's a bunch of ways uh, you know, I help people again be, be more aware be more aware of that than just you know a few days a year <laughs> well did you have a life experience or something that kind of was an awakening for you uh well yeah I had a couple of them <laughs> um the, the the big thing for me I got wiped out years ago I ended up in bankruptcy when the real estate market turned um got divorced somebody just asked me this like six or seven years ago um, and the big thing, uh, I guess it really helped me was sort of the motivational, inspirational videos. Um, again, I've gone through some ups and downs personally, but again, finding the videos, finding you know, coaches like yourself, again, just to kind of help me think my thing, train, change my thinking, uh, was just a game changer for me. Um, the, the thing I, I know we kind of touched on, um, I, I call them expanders. Um, that can be people, places, events, um, that kind of expand your thinking and say, Hey, you know, this guy did this or this girl did this and I'm, I'm not as, I, this guy was homeless and he became a 
big success or uh, you know, this guy's parents, you know, were split up or he had a real rough childhood and, you know, he or she was successful. And uh, again, I call them expanders because when you meet these kind of people and I, and I think we all do, um, all of a sudden, you know, making that hundred thousand dollars a year becomes possible. All of a sudden, I told you I've done some Ironman races, you know, all of a sudden, you know, finishing a big Ironman race or a marathon or, you know, having that great relationship um, suddenly becomes possible. And I, I, again, I think a lot of people meet these expanders, a lot of them dismiss them, but when they really spend time to look into their stories, uh, again, it's a game changer. And and I just love it. I mean, I'm just so hooked on it. And the, the neat thing about it is once you, once you meet these people, listen to their stories, uh, your mind never goes back. You know, once I, I don't know if say you've never done a marathon. If, if I show you how possible it is to run a marathon, all of a sudden, you know, your mind kind of gets stuck there. Well, darn, if he did it, then I really can do it. And it's just fast. It's been fascinating for me how that works and how, you know, again, it's just totally changed my life. Well, and you shared about this, these expanders, which I love that term. I've really never heard that, but how did you get started into doing Ironmans? Yeah, the first, uh, I'm definitely going to tell them about this, uh, Joel and Michelle McClintock. Uh, I was a speaker. I met, I met them on a cruise. It was short sale, the real estate cruise. Um, there are a couple in their 50s, and I, I've always exercised. I, admittedly, when I was younger, I exercised to try and impress the women. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd heard of an, an Ironman triathlon. is a It's a 2.4-mile swim. It's, 100, it's followed by a 112-mile bike ride. And then you do a marathon. It's back-to-back-to-back. You have 17 hours to finish it, and... Again, when I first heard of that, I, I definitely never swam much. I definitely never rode a bike far. I never jogged more than maybe two or three miles. And I always thought you have this this thought of, hey, whoever does that, it's got to be somebody in their early 20s, I'm guessing. Six-pack, fantastic shape, never has a beer, never has a glass of wine, no pizza, no donuts. I'm like, God bless you, good for you. That's badass. You know, knock yourselves out. But I have no interest in that. <laughs> uh, and I met uh, – these are the first two, I guess, I kind of would definitely call expanders, but – Again, they're they're a little bit older than me. Definitely look like they were in good shape, but not not the twenty somethings that I just pictured. You had to be to do these Ironman races. Um, and they told me they'd done a couple of them. And again, in talking to them, all of a sudden, you know, wow, is it maybe this is possible? Uh, went home. I started looking up the Ironman races. Um, I actually spoke to him a couple of times on the phone. There's a gentleman named Hector Picard. Uh, lost his arms. He's finished an Ironman race. Um, there's several people that were three or four hundred pounds. They started exercising, and got in shape. They'd finished an Ironman race, so all of a sudden, you know, I was like, damn, Ben, maybe if you, you know, got committed, you can do it. If these people can do it, uh, you know, just just really a matter of commitment and getting your mind right. And I signed up for a couple of the shorter races and eventually signed up for one of those, uh, the full Ironman's 140.6-mile race, did it. And, uh, again, like I said, it's just uh, – I would encourage anybody and everybody here at least once in your life, if it's not an Ironman race – I prefer the Ironman races because I, I think they're just awesome. They definitely get this done. But at least once in your life, um, you have to do something that you never thought you could do. Um, and, and once you do, once you do something like that, it, it, your mind's never the same. You never go back to you the way you were. And it's just, again, it's just crazy. I, I when I speak, I compare it to sex and skydiving. You can't put into words, you know, what those things feel like when you do an Ironman race or your first marathon. It's just surreal the feeling you have and the way it changes everything in your life it changes your entire way of thinking about life business relationships work and it's yeah i can't explain it enough and i said like sex and skydiving you can't put it into words it's just (laughs) it's something that you really need to try yeah well you touched on several important 
aspects there. And so I want to backtrack a little bit, but one, um, and we've talked previously, I intend to do a half Ironman in 2020 and I learned yep. by doing so physical, especially endurance sports, even tough mutters and things like that to push myself yep. further than I thought that I could go physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever I have just like soared into next levels of thinking. And so you started out with the thought, maybe this is possible. So what do you think clicked for you that was like, okay, maybe Ironmans aren't just for 20 somethings or super fit people. I'm going to do this. Like, how do you even commit to that? Yeah, it's uh, one of the, I don't like the word secret because I don't think there are any secrets to success. But one of the, the keys I think was finding other people that are doing it um there's especially now with facebook you can get on you know, my first triathlon group or my first marathon group or you know whatever it is um when you can find people that, that are going through the same things that you are um that, that's where i guess i found my encouragement um and i that, that that's neat but the, the for me the personal thing is again but before i got into those i'd never i'd never done a 5k like i i jogged maybe a mile or two and i was like this is boring i don't want to do this <laughs> Uh, but th- th- there's such a sense of accomplishment that, again, well, you, you know, because you've done some training, you can't put it in the words. You know, the first time you run five miles, you, you, you put your shoes on, you're like, oh, my God, I hope I don't die. <laughs> uh, you finish your five miles, you're like, holy hell, I did it. And then it's immediately, I wonder if I could have gone six miles. I wonder if I could do 10 miles. Yeah. And once you, you, know, you hit those personal goals, it's like, I wonder if I could do a marathon. And you adjust your training, you do a little more, you surround yourself with the people. And... <clears throat> Again, I just started writing a blog this morning about why why it's good to be an addict, um, not to drugs, but to the good stuff. And it's it's so addicting. It sounds like you're finding that out too. You know, once you find those, once you do those improvements, if I I try to get up and exercise in the morning because I found you know, when I get it done in the morning, if I have a really good run or if I run a little faster, a little farther than I did, uh, one of the things I love about it that that feeling lasts all day. No matter what happens the rest of the day, I got the workout in. And I kicked butt in the morning. And it's just that little sense of accomplishment. And it does. It transfers over into everything. Hey, I can, I can make a few extra phone calls for work. I can send an extra text to a friend. I'm, I'm single. But, you know, I can send an extra text to my boyfriend, my girlfriend, whatever you're doing. Um, and again, it's just those little things that really translate from, you know, I did it with exercise. Now I can apply it to my relationships, to my business, to whatever else you're working on. And one of my favorite quotes, and it's so true, how you do anything is how you do everything and again that that little bump from the exercise is just 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 so amazing i know I, like i said like sex and sky but you can't put it into words i think only people that have done it you know have experienced it hey i jogged my first mile without stopping or i used to run a 15 minute mile and i run a 10 minute mile or a nine minute mile it's such a such a rush just that 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 self-improvement thing like i said it's become so addicting and uh, again, something else I really like with the exercises, <clears throat> you know, that's always on you. It doesn't matter. My favorite point, uh, doesn't matter who is in office. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, rich or poor, you can get your butt up off the bed or the couch. You can do 10 push-ups, do 10 sit-ups, go for a walk, go for a jog. I mean, there's literally nothing stopping you from doing that except you or your will to do it. And again, it just becomes a way of life. And I just shocked. It shocked me. I said the last few years, how it's been so applicable to, and everything I do in life, I'm not a cheap plug, but I'm, I'm actually working on a book called Learning to Swim, Bike, and Run After Your Dreams. And it's how, just like we're talking about how training for triathlons and exercising, 
is so applicable to life. It's just it's fascinating. Just fascinating. Yeah, for sure. I am. Um, and I don't know why. So f- what you brought up there this time last year is when I barely just started running again and two miles was difficult. Right. And then I got to four miles and yep. I remember thinking about training for my marathon, like 20 miles. I, I couldn't even fathom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And yesterday I went out for like an eight mile jog and it was no big deal. So it's just amazing how much growth you yep. can. And it's literally just one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And it's funny. You said like, it, you're a perfect example. Imagine, you know, if a year ago you're like, Hey Heather, you're going to wake up and run eight miles this weekend. You'd be like, uh-uh. <laughs> like who, who's going to do that. And then now it's, it, it's still the, you know, a bit of a challenge, but you know, you know, you can do it. And again, your mind's expanded. And once you see, if you do a couple of five K's or see some other people doing it that are maybe a little older, maybe not as in good a shape, you know, they're going 10, 15, 20 miles. It's like, well, you know, you get a little bit, you get a little bit competitive. It's like, wow, that guy can do it or that girl can do it. You know, I can go that extra mile. I can push a little harder, go a little faster. And I, I the same way my, we had a, a neat little story. <clears throat> well, the, the first time I ever ran 10 miles, our, an old neighbor signed my wife and I at the time up for the army 10 mile in DC. And I, again, I was like, I've never done a 5K. I'm like, how the hell I can't go 10 miles? And I'll never forget when we were there, um, the couple that we were with, the, the girl there said, you know, a lot of people do these Army 10-milers, these 10-mile runs as training races. And again, my thinking back then was, what the hell are you talking about? I'm just trying to finish. I'm like, a training race? What are you talking about? And now, because I've been doing it for a few years, I'll do 5, 10, 15 miles with a running group of them in now, not bad and out of it, you don't. Know? The, you know, the, the first Army 10 miler, I was like training religiously. I was watching what I eat, what the, you know, the whole nine yards. And now, so I was like, hey, Ben, let's go for a 10 mile run tomorrow. I wouldn't bat an eye and get up. And it's just that, again, my mind's been expanded. I know I can do it. It's no longer the, I can't never do it. I can never do 10 miles. And now it's like, oh, sure, I got that. Let me get some shoes and we'll go out and go. And again, it's just and that, that thinking again applies, you know, whether you're setting goals or, you know, whatever it may be. It's just amazing how that little shift in your mind when everything becomes possible. It's just, uh, it's surreal. It changes your whole life. It changes my whole life. Yeah. And I think it's important because I know so many people can't relate. They are not runners. They don't want to be runners and that's fine. But I, th- I think uh, the big message that you're sharing is the importance of just opening your mind. It's a small shift knowing that whatever you desire is possible and to surround exactly. yourself with like-minded people, find a mentor to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Exactly. And I tell, I tell people, but it, it literally has nothing to do with the run or the finish line. It's who you become getting there. And that's so applicable for life. If you're trying to save up and get the, get that car, get the house or, you know, make that money. It's, it's getting committed. Hey, I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to make the, I'm going to run the extra miles or, if you're trying to get the car, you know, hey, I'm going to save up. I'm going to do two or three side jobs. I'm going to do X, do Y, do Z. And, you know, you finally get the car, and, and that's neat. When you stop and look back, just like you're going to do after your first half Ironman, uh, when you stop and look back, you know, again, it just it impresses. You impress the hell out of yourself, um, and it does a world of good for your confidence. Like, hey, I, I can do this. I, I, did, uh, I did a 70.3, you know, Ironman. I I swam, I biked, I ran, I did that, you know, I, Heather, you know, I just kicked ass and look at me go. And, you know, why can't I, you know, make some more money or do more of this or do more of that? And you just, again, it just does such wonders for your thinking. I, you know, you said you can't, you can't put it into words. It's just surreal. And you say you find a good coach or 
again, a running group, a triathlon group, a, you know, whatever group you surround yourself with people that are, you know, on the same journey you're on, you know, there'll be people a little farther along that have already done the stuff. You can learn from them. There'll be people that are, Heather, I've never done a 5k. How'd you, you know, how'd you get up to eight miles? You know, you're able to help them. It's just that whole energy and you get around that. Again, it's applicable to, you know, making the money, buying the car, you know, starting the business, you know, dating, whatever it is. It's just, it's funny when you kind of have that, that aha moment. Yeah. <laughs> it just changes it. So then question for you, since you've done a full Ironman, which is blows my mind, mm-hmm. um, what's next for you? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, I definitely, I like to motivate and inspire more people <clears throat> to do the Ironman races only because I'm going to be bugging you about it. <laughs> uh, because of that feeling you get, you know, once you do cross that line and you get the medal, it's like, damn it, look at me, I did that. Yeah. Um, physically for me, I, I've never run more than a marathon. I've looked at some of those, uh, they have ultra marathon races. They, they're like, they have 50 Ks, 50 milers, 100 milers. I, I like the idea of doing that, but I've talked to people. And, and again, it's a, it's a whole nother level of training and commitment. But uh, again, I've become over the last five or six years that we've been doing the Ironman races. Uh, there's such an amazing feeling when you do run a little faster or run a little farther. And so uh, I've, I don't have it on the books yet, but my, my ultimate goal, there's a guy I know who did a race called the Badwater, <clears throat> the Badwater Endurance Race, it's 135 miles out in Death Valley. It's supposed to be like one of the hardest races on the planet. You have a couple of days to finish, um, but that's, that's the ultimate goal. But uh, yeah, I just, anything, I mean, if you were, hey, Ben, let's do this or let's go here, I'm, I'm all in. I just love trying new things and growing and expanding and you're trying to go a little farther. It's just such a... Yeah. So a great thing. It gets me all fired up. That's awesome. Well then question for you, what is like the number one key takeaway you want listeners to get from this conversation? Uh, my number one thing would be, yeah, for everybody, at least once in your life, promise me that you're going to do something outside of your comfort zone. Something, one thing that you don't think you can do, whether it's make 50 phone calls in a day for work, or you always wanted to, looking to start a pizza business, um, look into that, do that, go for it. Because again, once you do that, uh, your mind's never the same. It does expand. It, it literally never goes back. And it's just like, a, like you, like, you know, you've done your eight miles, you're going to have your 70.3 under your belt. Again, once you do that, it, it's just surreal. And, and at least anybody, everybody who listens, promise me, promise yourself at least once in your life, you're going to go for it and try and do it just to see what you're really made of. And, You'll be so, so happy you did. I promise you that. Yes, for sure. Okay, then I have a few rapid-fire questions I'd like to ask you to wrap up this interview. And the first one being, what is a quote or motto that you live by? A quote? Uh, one of my favorite ones. <laughs> this is going. One of my favorite ones is probably, you can't always change the people around you, but you can always change the people around you. Meaning, yeah, you can't always, if you're trying to inspire and motivate people, some people you can't, some people just kind of stuck in their ways. And I guess it's maybe another good quote. Sometimes you have to give up on people, not because you don't care, but because they don't care. Just Mm. uh, you really, it's so, so important to be around the good, good, positive people. If if they're not there, it's your life's going to be real tough. Yeah, for sure. There's that saying, or I think it's a book that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with so choose wisely oh yeah 100 percent. yeah that's a huge yeah exactly that's a 
I first heard that same time. I would call that quote an expander. It's just a, it's one of the truest things I've ever seen or read. And it's like you said, you hang around five, five people doing an Ironman or train for an Ironman. You want to get your butt up and go have a good time. And if your five friends are going out for beer and pizza every night, you're probably going to be a little overweight. If you're not yet, you eventually will be. And it's just, it's amazing how that energy and that surrounding yourself, that that's one of the best things. Uh, definitely another favorite quote of mine for sure. Yes. Okay. Second, for sure. second question. What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Ooh, one that you don't hear much about. Um, also by everybody knows Napoleon Hill wrote that Think and Grow Rich. He has another book out called Outwitting the Devil. Um, yes. again by Napoleon Hill saying thinking rich. Have you read that one? Yes, and you're right. It's kind of a hidden gem, but that will I mean that's an expander yeah. if you ask me. Yes. It was yeah, for me that was eye opening and it, it's hey, one of the bases that you gotta do some coaching that that I don't think there's anything more important here to call the secret and all that other stuff. But yeah, I mean that that book kind of identifies, you know, what you can do when your mind drifts and you're Working the next thing you know, you're on Facebook for an hour, YouTube for an hour, video games, or you're, you know, watching TV or something. When you, you know, can control your thinking, when you have that awareness, game changer. I, uh, that, actually, that was probably my second. The one I'd absolutely recommend, even before that, uh, Jack Jack Canfield has a book called The Success Principles. Mm-hmm. That's got a ton of good stuff. That's, that one and Outwitting the Devil are my two. I would say they're my two most dog-eared books. I got all kinds of. <laughs> They're all marked up, but those are fantastic. Outwitting the Devil is the one I read most recently. I still thumb through that at least two or three times a week just to kind of keep my mind fresh. Yeah, I have to go back to that one. Okay, so final question for you. What advice would you give your younger self? Oh, man, that's one of my favorites. I have a – I see that meme sometimes. Like people like to put a bench – it's one of my favorite answers (laughs) – like people put a bench, you see it up on Facebook and stuff. Like if you could have one conversation with somebody, any point in history, who would it be? And I always say, oof, I'm crying talking about this. I would say my 10-year-old self, wow. Mm. And just tell them that you're going you're gonna to face a lot of shit in your life, but it's all there for a reason, and you have to trust that. Uh, because I've been through bankruptcy, divorce, some, some trials and tough stuff in when, when you realize, when you, instead of getting depressed and upset about it, like I'm doing, uh, when you think that's all happening for a reason, and for me, yeah, I would tell my 10, 10-year-old self, that, hey, you're going to take some punches, but it's there to not only help you as a person, but more importantly, help you help other people. Yeah. And that's one of the yeah, things I, I think we go, we go through some stuff. So I've been bankrupt and divorced, and when I can turn around and help somebody facing those same challenges, it's... It, I don't want to say it was necessarily worth it because those were tough times, but uh, being able to help somebody get through that, I oh, mean, it's it's surreal. I mean, kind of comfort them, say, "Hey, Ben, thanks for talking to help me get through this or whatever it is." It's fantastic. I would, yeah, tell my ten year old self, "Yeah, have fun along the way. You're gonna go through some stuff, but you know, don't threaten. It's only gonna make you make you stronger as a person." And uh, yeah, keep fighting. And don't, uh, <laughs> even more importantly, don't don't put off the hard work. I I actually. Unfortunately, still do that sometimes to this day. You just don't don't feel like getting up or making the phone calls. But you know, so the, the the sooner you put in the work and you kind of kick ass, and the, the sooner you see results and have a fantastic life. That's just how it all works. Yeah, and on that note, one of the lines I love, I've heard it always from Tony Robbins, but it's that life is happening for you, not to you. So even though you not had to go through you. those things, yeah. and everybody yeah. else is going through their own thing, 
it's for you. It's not to you. Yeah, exactly. I've heard that as well. I know it's a hundred. Same thing. It's a something I would definitely lump into the expanders category. It changes your thinking when you when you. No matter what it is, hey, this is happening for me, not to me. You may not understand. Steve Jobs had that quote. You may not understand why it's happening at the time, but at some point, it could be a week, a month, a year, even three or four years later. At some point in your life, you're going to be able to look back and say that it did happen for me. I was able to grow here or learn. Here's what I don't want in a relationship, what I don't want in business, or whatever it is. And, and yeah, shift your thinking. It's just a, just amazing. It's good stuff. Yes. Ben, I so appreciate you sharing your story and joining me for today's episode. Thank you very much. It's been great. Good luck on your 70.3. I'm going to harass you about that. I don't want you to do that. <laughs> for sure. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. To connect with me further, you can find me on Facebook, Heather Hakes. I am also on Instagram as Heather.Hakes. And I even have a YouTube channel. Guess what? Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.